Let me tell you a little bit about Grip 6. Uh, Grip 6, they are the greatest socks. In fact, I'm wearing them even as we speak. Um, they are moisture wicking, which I don't even want to think about. They're naturally antibacterial. Another thing that I don't want to think about. You can wear them for several days in a row and they won't stink. Another thing I don't want to think about. Here's what I want to think about. I love them. I love them. They don't shrink when you wash them. Uh, they are. They never lose their elasticity. You can stay warm in the winter, cool in the summer. They're really, really great socks. You're looking for some great socks? Don't think any further than Grip6. Grip, the number 6.com slash Beck. Grip6.com slash Beck. America, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're so glad that you joined us. Last night, uh, it was about 7 o'clock Eastern time. I get a uh, text from a friend. We're voting tonight on a gun bill that literally no one has read. This is criminally reckless. Well, I decided to talk to one of the people that were voting on that bill. The gun bill. Mike Lee joins me in 60 seconds. Going online without proper protection for your personal information could, I mean, honestly, you might get the monkeypox. I don't know. I don't know. But I hope the government is funding some sort of internet monkeypox vaccine that we'll all be forced to take. But, you know, that's if we're all lucky. There are lots of cyber criminals out of there, some with monkeypox, I imagine, some without. But every day they'll screw up your life. It's really important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives every day. We put our information at risk on the Internet, and that's what LifeLock is there for. They can't catch everything. Nobody can. But they can monitor things better than you can on your own. And if you do become a victim... Their restoration specialists work with you to help fix the problem. So join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. Make sure you use the promo code BECK for 25% off now. Senator Mike Lee is joining us. In case you didn't hear, um, John Cornyn and other very, very popular senators um, sold us out. Uh, and uh, and worked on comprehensive gun control. It passed the Senate. Um, did anybody read it? I don't know. Senator Lee, Mike, did anybody read it? Did you guys have time? 
Well, look, I assume that a small handful must have read it because there were a group of senators, 10 Republicans and 10 Democrats who got together and wrote this behind closed doors. I hope they read it, but I don't think anyone else had the chance to. Uh, In fact, by yesterday afternoon, mid-afternoon, a number of news media outlets were reporting that they had the bill text. Senators still didn't. We received the bill text just moments before we were expected to vote on it, and it ended up getting an overwhelming vote because basically all Democrats and 10 or 15 Republicans voted for it. This is stunning to me. This is not how the Senate is supposed to operate. I mean, okay, so Mike, we, tell me, tell, tell, tell me this. First of all, um, the devil is always in the details. You're an attorney. Most of you guys in the Senate are attorneys. So you've, you know, this, you, you can say one thing, but I'm never going to sign a contract that is just a kind of a list of things that are in the contract. Say, yeah, it's all done. I'm going to read every word of that contract because the way it's worded makes all the difference in the world. Is that did you right. just get a list of stuff or did you get the actual physical bill with all of the legal jargon in it? And if so, how could you possibly read it, even if you had it for two hours? Right. Uh, we, we, we got the, the text of the bill and the blind vote was required within an hour. And, and so with, with only moments to review, no committee hearings, no regular order, a vote was held with implications concerning a pretty essential constitutional right. And immediately after, uh, uh, Senator Schumer, the, the majority leader, uh, used the procedure is called uh, filling the, the, the tree and filing cloture, which means he's going to block all amendments. It means that this bill text is now sacred. It's now protected. It's like it's on on stone tablets, and you can't change it from here on out. And this is how they set it up so that they can pass it as is without any amendments. This is the Senate operating at its worst. It operates at its best when people bring forward legislation, they propose something, and the senators hold hearings on it, they discuss the language, they debate it, and then they they also debate amendments. They say, okay, this provision here might be okay if you made these changes. This one over here might be okay if you made those changes. That's what the American people deserve. They deserve better from the world's greatest deliberative body. They didn't have that here. So, Mike, do we even really have a Senate process anymore? Because to me, as an outsider, it sounds like you got a group of people uh, anywhere from three to ten that get together, decide on what's going to be voted, what the bill is. Then they put it in front of you guys, say, you you know, you have no time to read it. You just have to vote. Trust us. I mean, I don't know the last time I heard a real debate on a bill. I mean, you used to when they were important things, we would watch C-SPAN, believe it or not, and we would listen to you guys debate back and forth. I can't think of a time that that has happened in the last 10 years. Do we have a Senate? Well, yeah, we, we do. We do. And there are plenty of times where that has happened. It was noticeably absent here. And yes, we do have a Senate. We do have a process for those things to happen. And we routinely do use them. But the problem arises where we don't use them, where senators choose not to do it. Now, look, I've given you the bad news. The good news is this still isn't over. This thing isn't passed yet. What we voted on last night was uh, known as a motion to proceed. We, it's a procedural motion to get onto the bill. 
in a couple of days, uh, probably sometime tomorrow, we'll be casting another vote that's called the cloture vote, which is uh, about how to bring debate to a close, which seems uh, it's potentially perfunctory here because apparently what they've got in mind is no amendments at all and not much real debate at all. But if if you can't get to 60 votes voting to bring debate to a close through cloture tomorrow, then this thing can't pass. So it's not entirely baked yet. It's just mostly baked. If we can convince enough senators to say, hey, this needs more time, this needs more deliberation, this needs more debate, then perhaps we can have a real process here, which is what we really want. But don't we have don't we have 15 Republicans? Is it 12 or 15 that voted for it? So you would need so I believe it was you need, 14. you know, probably I, I it was 14 last night. OK, so you'd you'd was, need at least four to flip. Yeah, uh, five. You'd need five. But see, Glenn, this is this highlights another issue that I've got with it, especially in an election year like this one, as contentious as it's become. And with a Democratic president who has become as abusive as he has of government processes and of policies that are important to Republicans, I think it's disappointing, really, that we've got a bill that unites, as far as I can tell, all 50 Democrats. And it deeply divides Republicans. Why? Why do this now? Why do this without at least any process? Look, I I understand the need for bipartisanship. I understand that not every Republican is always going to agree with every other Republican. But at least give us the process. And that's why it's on that basis that I'd encourage my Republican colleagues who voted to proceed last night to strongly reconsider their vote when it comes to cloture. Let's not bring this debate to a close when we're nowhere near ready to fully understand this thing. The, the, the American people really do deserve better here. Who do we need to call? Well, look, I think a good place to I, a good place to start would be anyone who voted to proceed on that last night. Uh, and separate and apart from calling them, just having a national discussion about what's in the bill, about some of the uncertainties in it. Um, and, and I want to make clear, there are a number of legislative options before us that do address or could address things that can be done practically to improve safety in this area. One, one of those things is called the Luke and Alex School Safety Act, and that's included in this bill, and it codifies into law the Federal Clearinghouse on School Safety. I spoke in favor of that bill at a hearing last week, and that bill is included within this package. And I'm open to others, uh, other ideas that, that tackle safety in schools head on. Senator Marshall has an interesting so, proposal, for example, that would that would use unspent COVID funds to improve school safety and security. <laughs> and I could also in, in, support increasing penalties for straw purchasers who know or have reason to know that the gun they're purchasing is for someone who will use it in a crime. So, um, Mike, is it true with these red flag laws that are in this bill that the money goes to states for school safety that will um, that will adopt the red flag laws? Is that true? There's Um, there there seems to be money being held back from basically red states. Yeah, I mean, you're you're on the right track. It's not exactly that. It's it's not school safety funds that go to red flag law states, but it's it's 
other funds, um, these um, uh, criminal enforcement called burn jag grants that will be made more available to states with red flag laws than those without them. And we, th- there is really bad, ambiguous, vague language in there that purports to protect due process, purports to protect the, the rights of the person uh, accused of something before they take, can take their guns away. But the language is loose enough that I think you could, you could run a Mack truck through it. And I think these, uh, these states that have existing red flag laws that have no real due process uh, protections to speak of uh, are probably going to be just fine. They won't have to make any changes to them. I mean, think about it, Glenn. If, if somebody takes away a constitutional right from you, don't you think that the Fifth and Fourteenth Amendments, if it's government taking away a constitutional right from you, don't you think that those two amendments require that you be given due process of law before they can deprive you of life, yes. liberty, or property? Yes. I mean, we have two different yes. provisions of the Constitution that say as much. And so anytime we're tinkering with that, as I think we are when we give extra money to states with red flag laws, because red flag laws allow the government to come in and take uh, your gun away without giving you a full access to a full hearing in front of a court in which you can present evidence uh, uh, to the judge and in which you can confront your witnesses. I mean, we've got multiple constitutional protections at place here at stake. It's Not crazy. This is this is but also your due process rights, your confrontation clause rights, your jury trial rights. They're all being undermined by this, arguably. And we, we need to know what this actually does before Congress passes it. Um, Cornyn said last week he was booed at the um, GOP convention in Texas. And he said as he left, I don't I don't give in to mobs. Uh, This doesn't bother me. Um, And I thought, well, that's not a mob. Those are the people you're supposed to represent. That's the party that you are supposed to represent. What, What do you mean it's a mob now? Um, he's quoted as saying, um, first guns, now immigration. And cinema is quoted as saying, that's right, we're going to do it. Um, so Cornyn apparently is, you know, on the road now for, for uh, negotiations on the border. Is that possibly true? Please tell Wait, me. Wait, no. meaning he's not in Washington? No, he's in Washington. Last Friday, he gave a speech where he said where he was booed at the GOP convention. And he said, uh, I don't give in to mobs. I'm not going to give in to you. Um, and uh, he was booed because of his his work on this this gun uh, reform. Now, apparently, he has said to Senator Alex Padilla, uh, first guns, now immigration. And. um Padilla smiled. This is according to uh, sources that he smiled and uh, cinema said, that's right. We're going to do it. So apparently he's now pledging his support for amnesty as well on the border. Wow. Okay. So that's, that's news to me that I would be a little surprised if he thought that was a good idea right now. And so I I wouldn't want to, speak for for him on this but that would surprise me a little bit especially given this administration's problems with the border i mean that's 
basically killed any chance for immigration reform with an administration that has refused to enforce the border at all, resulting in the multi-billion dollar profits flowing into international drug cartels. Uh, so, yeah, that part would surprise me. But but this, I, this raises I, an interesting I, connection. I, if we were to do that, go ahead. I would be worried. We don't. We ought not have a handful of Republicans empowering and uniting all Democrats in the Senate. That's how bad policy is made, especially when you rush it through without the public having adequate opportunity to understand what's being passed. Senator Mike Lee, as always, good to have you on. Thanks for standing up. Um, Tell us what we can do. I mean, we have millions of people that are uh, want to stop this, want to help. Um, so, uh, I guess we'll start with those Republicans too. If you can get that list of those Republicans that, uh, voted last night to proceed with this, this gun violence bill, um, the devil is always in the details. And this is, you know what, Mike, hang on. Cause I want to play a piece. Do you have tech, a second? Sure. Okay. Hang on just a sec. Let me do a commercial. I'm going to come back. Stu, can you get that audio that we were talking about earlier? Sure. Yep. Where this is just a a ruse um and uh, we'll play the audio and get mike's uh, thoughts on it here in just a second stand by first american financing nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org okay how are you doing with your finances things are getting really tough and we need to find ways to save as much money as we possibly can would you review your high interest debt? Those are your credit cards. Your credit cards are at probably 19 or 20 percent right now. Um, and that's entering the zone of just not being able to pay them off. Um, and that number is going to go up. Make a change today. Protect your financial future. American Financing. They're not a bank. They're a family-owned lender that has uh, guided homeowners uh, through past challenging times, and they provide free, no-obligation mortgage reviews so they can guide you through the custom loan uh, options for your home that might fit your budget better. Uh, No pressure. It's just an easy conversation with no upfront or hidden fees. Just give them a call and learn about the strategic ways you can reduce your house payment, your credit card payments, sometimes... Uh, they'll come up with a way for you to save up to $1,000 a month. Do it now. American Financing, 1-800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Target Senator Mike Lee, I want to get his reaction on this clip from Senator Chris Murphy is about uh, how really what the, the the real reason is they're trying to get Republicans to pass this particular bill. Listen, this is the broader mythology about gun laws, which is that if you vote for them, you are going to lose politically. That is not true. I mean, the mythology all dates to the 1994 election. President Clinton, after that election, made a statement to suggest that it was the assault weapons ban that led to the losses in the 1994 midterms. And so why I think getting this done is so critical is not just because the provisions will save lives, but also because by showing Republicans that the political sky does not fall when you vote for common sense gun safety measures, we will actually make it much more possible that we'll be able to pass further measures down the line. You have to get that first step done. You have to prove that theory of political harm wrong in order to be able to do anything else 
Mike, your thoughts on this? Well, first of all, uh, Republicans taking political advice from Democrats is always a treacherous endeavor. It's not that they're never right. It's that we've got different incentives. We've got different constituencies with sometimes different uh, philosophies on how government ought to operate. And in any event, none of that, none of that justifies taking a bill of this significance with this much breadth to it and jamming it through in a matter of a couple of days before the public even understands what's in it. What's the definition of criminally negligent? Well, look, if, if, if you actively, if you, if you ignore a known risk, uh, you, you, could, you could find uh, criminal behavior that, while not intentional, is designed to result in uh, or would naturally result in harm to others. So, for example, if you, um, if you close your eyes while driving through an intersection, not knowing uh, or stepping to find out whether the light is red or green, uh, that might qualify. So voting on something that is this crucial to the security of the people and uh, the Constitution without really understanding it could be construed as criminally negligent. Yeah, and not in the prosecutorial sense, but but yeah, I, I, I do think it's um, I do think it's negligent and I think it's indefensible for someone to vote on something without knowing what's in it, especially where you've got substantial constitutional rights at stake. And uh, they, it really is deeply concerning that this is how they see it. And I'm especially concerned that we've got Republicans who are willing, fully willing to unite Senate Democrats and enact something with, at best, an uncertain impact on the constitutional right. Mike Lee, thank you very much. We'll talk again. First things first, Cornyn has got to go. Who will run against John Cornyn? He's got to go. And Turtlehead McConnell has got to go. Back in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. So have you ever realized that during the summer, after the long days outside, you always feel and look more tired than you should? The warm weather and long days leave us dehydrated and looking extra tired. And the worst part, even your eyes show it. Everything shows it. That's why you got to go with GenuCell for bags and puffiness. GenuCell knows, of course, the area under your eyes needs a different kind of hydration than the rest of your skin. It's why they've sold over a million products and the original GenuCell is still their top seller. You just have to, you know, if you want to try to avoid looking tired, order GenuCell for bags and puffiness. You can save over 65% off of the retail price. And with its immediate effects, you can get results in 12 hours or your money back. You can order the classic GenuCell today with their most popular package and save over 65% off. Uh, GenuCell is something that everybody uh, that I've ever uh, known that uses it just absolutely loves it. If you go to GenuCell.com slash Beck, it's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck and enter the promo code Beck for an extra discount at checkout. Every order includes GenuCell's dark spot corrector free plus free shipping. GenuCell.com slash Beck. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn for 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV.
You know, this this gun control stuff could not happen at a better time in some ways. You know, 20 years ago, we kind of trusted our government. Uh, We did exactly the opposite of what George Washington said. George Washington said, treat government like a fire. Uh, When you're in control of it, it will keep you warm and it's fine. It could be useful when it's in control of you. It will burn everything down. Um, We now are starting to at least some of us are starting to look at the government and there's no way the Patriot Act uh, would have passed uh, today, you know, assuming we had a regular Senate and everything else. I can't imagine that uh, the Patriot Act would have would have come close to passing today because there's enough people who are like, uh, uh-uh, no more power for you guys. No more power. Now we're giving them the red law, uh, the red flag laws. We're giving them the power to say, oh, you know what? You've been you've had some mental health problems. Oh, you've had Prozac. Whatever it is, and I'm sure there's going to be a really simple way to, you know, combat this in the courts. Because you don't get to face your accuser. So all of that is bad, but here's the worst part of it. And this is the main thing that I think every American should be able to relate to. And it should give them pause. If red flag laws, now hear me out, if you're a Democrat or voted a different way, that's fine. Just please hear me out on this. If red flag laws become the law of the land, do you think that Hunter Biden would lose his guns or go to jail? Looking just at the existing red flag laws, as well as the DOJ's model legislation about them, in essence, a petitioner may approach the court and request a a close relative, friend, student, patient, have their firearm taken away if they have cause for believing that person will hurt themselves or others. The judge has to consider multiple factors, including criminal history, drug abuse, threatens or threats if they've threatened anyone attempted or actual use of force or even how recently the gun was purchased it's a pretty wide net and it can catch whomever it needs to catch and conversely let anyone you need to let through through now let me tell you a story 2018 hallie biden took hunter biden's gun wrapped it in a shopping bag and then chucked it into the trash can outside of a supermarket across from a school. When they went back to get the gun, it was gone. Now, somebody had gone through the trash, found the gun, and turned it into the supermarket, and the supermarket called police. But like so many Hunter Biden stories, the chaos created... Uh, some sort of a sandstorm, which you can't find anything anymore. And just tidbits of information emerged. The main one being that the gun in question was purchased by Hunter Biden illegally. You say that again. This gun purchased by the son of the president of the United States was purchased in the in the East Coast in a in a fashion that is illegal and the east coast they come down on you like a bag of bricks 
next to the question that you have to fill out when you buy a gun for a background check, are you an unlawful user or addicted to marijuana, any depressant, stimulant, narcotic drug, or any other controlled substance? The answer with Hunter Biden is clearly and was clearly yes, but he checked no. Hunter recalled the gun in the garbage incident in a text found on his abandoned laptop. In it, he said, she stole the gun out of my trunk lockbox and then threw it in a garbage can full uh, uh, can full to the top at Jansen's. That's the grocery store. She said she took it from me because she was scared I would harm myself due to my drug and alcohol problem and our volatile relationship and that she was afraid for the kids. Is that red flag? Hallie wrote to Hunter saying, I'm scared you would use it, Hunter. I'm scared for your life, Hunter. I love you. I'm sorry. But Hunter was enraged. He texted her saying, uh, they think you're scared I would shoot you, you effing a-hole. You now have me as an ab- as a abusive pedophile with homicidal tendencies. And that's now in the hands of the FBI. So she said all of these things. She told the FBI, uh, I'm afraid for our life. I'm afraid for the children. Uh, I'm afraid that he might use it on himself. He is addicted to drugs, to crack cocaine. It was in the hands of the FBI. How long would you have the gun or be free on the streets if that happened to you? In desperation, she wrote back, I'm at the end of my sanity. He responded in multiple messages saying, "Uh, what right do you have, Hallie? There are five guns in my dad's house. Uh, There are effing more weapons in your son's room than in an armory. What's my F up owning a gun? How, Hallie, is that wrong? It's only wrong if you make me out to be unstable. I'm proven unstable when you put a gun in the trash can at Jansen's out of fear. Hmm. Then again, in a separate message, he writes, what fear? Hunter is either insane, homicidal, or just a drug addict. He finally ended the conversation saying, you're right, Hallie. My life is meaningless. There were no charges filed as a result of this incident. None. If you voted for uh, uh, Joe Biden and you believe in all of these red flag laws, then why isn't Hunter Biden in jail today? If you really believe these people in Washington to believe this, then why wouldn't just a good father say, you know, dude, you've got to pay a price for your behavior. And now, even though it added the uh, to the unraveling of hunter and hallie's toxic relationship no legal consequences now the agency denied it even political reported the secret service was likely involved but the agency the fbi said no that didn't happen what how did the what you and i both know you and i both know that the ramifications of Hunter Biden's activities and his tragic saga 
go well beyond Hunter Biden because they are teaching people a lesson. We are moving towards a society that has a ruling class that lives above their own edicts. They tell us they know better. They tell us that our neighbors and even some of us are dangerous while ignoring the dangers in their own lives or in their own families. We now expect that our leaders and those that have favor with those leaders will not face any consequences. And even if you are a leader, if you don't play games with the leadership, you're out. Look at Elon Musk. Elon Musk now has the number one car uh, for uh, rated on how much of it is built in America. Number one. Yet he's thrown under the bus. He, I guess, is not American enough. We saw it during COVID-19, and we will see it again with gun regulations. The rules for thee and not for me. This is why Americans cannot give an inch, not one inch of our liberty away on the grounds of the government's good faith. They have no good faith left. They have violated every single principle of liberty, and they've done it in the name that they know better. Follow the science. Follow the experts. Well, they're the experts. They're the ones who have screwed this up. The American people have not screwed this up. The American people are not the reason why our, our uh, government is so corrupt other than the fact that we continue to vote them into office. We weren't the ones running the Fed. We're not the ones at the money printing uh, shop at the Treasury. We're not the ones that are screaming for war. Even if red flaws were not flatly unconstitutional and a threat to all of our liberty, which they are, they should still be resisted for the very reason that the political elite cannot be trusted. Our political betters continue to surround themselves with armed guards. They continue to shield themselves from the laws that they themselves enact. When you have the Capitol Police colluding with the leadership because the police work for them, when you have the Secret Service and the FBI colluding on crimes with our political leadership, they cannot be trusted. That is why they want your guns gone. It's not anything to do with our kids. It has nothing to do with anything. They want, Again, I go back to George Washington. When the government fears the people, there is freedom. When the government, when the people fear the government, there is tyranny. The only equalizer is the gun. Well, you can't fight the United States military. I don't know. I mean, we don't have any caves to hide in, but it seemed to work well in Afghanistan, didn't it? The 
They're shielding these themselves from the laws that they enact themselves. And at the same time, they're calling on us to strip each other of our rights. They want us to do it. Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. Just as we saw during COVID-19, just as we saw with the Patriot Act that is now being horribly abused by the people in power that swore they'd never abuse it, red flags are not about your safety. Period. They are about your submission. Back in a minute. Our sponsor this half hour is my pillow. By the way, before I get to my pillow, let me tell you, we have an incredible show tonight at 9 p.m. on Blaze TV. It is about abolishing the Department of Education. The Department of Education is so far out of control. And we have we're, we're going to spend a few minutes showing you. You already know what the problem is, but showing you how deep the problem is. And we're going to concentrate tonight uh, on teachers unions and the uh, Department of Education. If we could if we could abolish the Department of Education, the control would go back to you and the parents tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Only on Blaze TV. If you haven't subscribed, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save. Tonight, a really important, um, a really important program. 9 p.m. Blaze TV. All right. My pillow. My pillow has so many great things right now. They have, you know, the My Pillow products. There's 150 My Pillow products, believe it or not. They have the Giza Dream Sheets, which are fantastic. Mattress topper, which makes it so much more comfortable. The slippers that he has just come out with. And of course, the pillow. He's offering a flash sale right now on My Pillows with prices as low as 1988. All you have to use is the uh, promo code BECK1988. This is a great pillow. I've had mine now for, gosh, two years. I still don't. It's not like, you know, sometimes pillows just get like like limp spaghetti. It's horrible. Uh, these don't. I've had it for two years. It's fantastic. And now you can get it for 1988. Use the promo code BECK at MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com, promo code BECK, or call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. MyPillow.com, promo code BECK. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at GlennBeck.com. You know, I think we have twisted the first responder stuff uh, up into knots where we don't even understand it. When our founders wrote the uh, Declaration of Independence and Constitution, there were towns where you were required to have a gun. If you came into town, they issued you a gun if you didn't have one because you were required to stop things that you saw. So, in other words, if somebody was, you know, on a rampage, uh, and you had a gun and you didn't do anything about it, you could be held partially responsible. Now we're telling we're now people are believe this lie that no good guys ever involve themselves and stop things. When you look at Uvalde and it's like the police didn't stop it, but the parents, if they would have had the guns, the parents would have. 
Didn't the New York Times just do a story on this, Stu, on the, the number of... Yeah, it's fascinating of, uh, because they, I think they are that what they're trying to say is something totally different than what I take from this, but <laughs> that's not a surprise. They say there's 433 active shootings attack, attacks that they looked at, and of those, 249 ended before police arrived. So they were completely over before police arrived, which so is wait, 58%. So half. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Th- that should tell you. I think that's what it tells you. You should have a gun. Yeah, you should have a gun. You should carry because it with you. Because it's over before. Yeah, it's over before police can even respond to it. Yeah, you know, Uvalde is getting all this criticism, and much of it seems deserved. But like, regardless of how good the response is from police, you are left on your own. You are the first responder in fifty-eight percent of active shooting cases. Fifty-eight percent. Wow. That's a, that's a, it's a massive, massive wow. story. Wow. And of course, the New York Times gets it wrong. <laughs> the Glenn Beck 